Welcome to the Sunday Studies Podcast, a weekly message of hope to fight back those feelings of dread, fear, or anxiety of the week to come. This is a place to pause and find momentary solace and encouragement before you dive into the days ahead. Here's to finding it and feeling it together. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for yet another edition. Maybe your first, and if it is your first, thanks for being here. And if it's not your first, thanks for being here again. For whatever edition of the Sunday Steadies, podcast, YouTube, whatever you're consuming, thanks for being here. 49 times we've done this, if you count today's. And I've got a story to tell y'all. And this story is one of my favorites because it is so not like me at all. But it's a story about the time that I went to California and almost got murdered in a bar in Morrow Bay. And I can't wait to tell you. So I'm, I'm not going to wait anymore. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Here it is. Sunday Studies number 49. It's called Do the Thing That Scares You Most. As always, it is... A story, but hopefully there's some encouragement, maybe some advice, and life lessons, or miscellaneous other things that benefit your life in some way. But if nothing else, it's a great story today that I hope gives you a little chuckle. And it goes a little something like this. In January of 2015, I was given the incredible opportunity to drive across the country in a beat-down bus to play music on tour. It was one of the most exhilarating experiences of my life, and I would not trade it for the world. However, I would be remiss if I did not tell you all the story of the time I almost got murdered in a bar in Morrow Bay. Which, by the way, murdered in Morrow Bay sounds like one hell of a folk song. The boys and I had been traveling for 20 days straight by this point. We had trekked our way from Alabama all the way to California, and it had been the ride of a lifetime every step of the way. I distinctly and vividly remember the drive to Morrow Bay, taking the scenic route from Malibu down Highway 1 and soaking in the beauty of a brand new world that I had never imagined seeing before. We arrived at the venue, a pastel-painted bar on the bay named Harbor Hut. Josh walked inside to make arrangements to load in gear, and came back with a solemn look on his face. Right then, we knew something wasn't quite right. Alright fellas, here's the deal. The venue has booked us to play for four hours, and as you all know, we only have about 55 minutes worth of music prepared. We're going to have to figure something out. We panicked. The guys and I all had backgrounds in worship music, so we had tons of those spiritual songs in our back pockets. However, we quickly realized that Christian hymns and hits weren't going to be of much use to us in our current environment. After the initial shock, we decided that we'd just have to wing it. And wing it, we did. I played my original set of sad acoustic songs for 15 minutes. Then Josh and Clayton and Noah and Armando and... Who did I miss? Josh, Clayton, Armando, Noah, and Spencer. There it is came up and played their original set of contemporary Christian pop songs. And from there, it was basically open mic night 
for any and all of us that wanted to get up and play whatever we could pull out of our butt in the moment. It was a sight to behold, to say the least. We amused the crowds with a wide variety of musical masterpieces. Everything from Leonard Cohen to Lil Wayne and anything else you could think of in between. I distinctly remember playing Hey Ya by Outkast and making up my own lyrics to the second verse because I couldn't remember them. As I rounded off the last made-up words of a 2000s rap medley, I decided it might be time to switch gears a bit. I took a sip of water, stepped up to the mic, and said, Who here likes Johnny Cash? The three people that were remotely paying attention by this point gave a half-hearted, Woo! And by this point, that was all the feedback I needed in order to survive hour three of our hour of our four-hour set. And so, I did my best to remember the words to Folsom Prison Blues as I stumbled my way through it. After a few more songs, I tapped out and I let Josh and Clayton relieve me of my misery. I walked to the back of the venue, to the bar, and sat in an empty chair. Sitting next to me was one of the largest men that I've ever laid eyes on. I could smell the Jack Daniels on him like he was wearing it like cologne. I never saw him stand up, but I can assure you that he was at least six foot five and weighed at least 300 pounds. He was the type of guy that you'd imagine to be sitting at a bar on a Sunday night drinking Jack Daniels. I tried to be friendly, and to my surprise, he nodded when I asked how he was doing. He then looked up from his empty glass at me, paused for what felt like a lifetime, and eventually spoke when he realized who I was. Let me tell you something. You're a hell of a singer, but listen here. He leaned in closer, almost inches from my face. If you ever play Johnny Cash in here again, I promise I'll kick your ass. I nodded, smiled, and let out a chuckle. I quickly walked away from the bar, walked immediately on stage, and picked up my guitar. I then proceeded to play Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash again, staring the furious bar dweller straight in the eye. I finished the song, dropped my guitar, and then darted out the door to the venue, making sure not to walk back in for at least another hour. I don't know what came over me that night, but whatever it was, it felt good. It felt right and necessary in that moment to do the very thing that I knew scared me the most. To abandon all self-control or common sense for the thrill of the moment. I'm glad I'm still here to tell this story, but I'm equally as glad that it's a story I lived. I don't think many of you will find yourself in the same set of circumstances as I was during my near murder in Morrow Bay, but I guarantee you that we'll all be faced with an opportunity somewhere down the road to do or not do something that scares us. My unsolicited advice to you is to search deep within yourself when that moment comes and to do the very thing that scares you the most. Maybe it's something small and insignificant, or maybe it's something really big and exciting. Regardless, I urge you to go for it if it's going to bring some kind of joy to your life. Chances are, it'll be a pretty good story worth telling somewhere down the road. May you find strength to do something that scares you, even if it's beyond rationale. And the poem this week is a haiku, and it goes like this. Though it seems scary... Do the thing that scares you most. Watch your joy expand. 
That is a true story, 100%. None of it is made up. It actually happened exactly like that. And it's hilarious to me because it's so out of my character to do anything like that. If anyone knows me, they know I'm not a confrontational person, that I've never been in a real fight in my life ever, and that that is the furthest thing that I would have ever done. Um, but I did it that night, and I don't know why, but I just think it's hilarious, and uh, I think it's a great story. And so maybe you needed some encouragement to do something in your life that's scaring you right now. Um, hopefully it's within reason and uh, won't hurt you or somebody else along the way. But if it's going to bring you joy and true happiness, maybe you should do it. And maybe this is your sign. This episode was brought to you by the tour that I went on in 2015. So shout out to all those guys that I mentioned in the episode. What a fun time. It was incredible. And if you'd like to see stuff that happened on that tour, you can go to Substack at jakeelliff.substack.com. It's linked everywhere you can find it. And check out all the cool things that we did. There's poems and photos and songs and all kinds of other cool stuff every single week. Free for the taking, just to bring you some joy. But if nothing else, thanks for being here. And I hope that I'll see you next week. And equally as much, I hope that all of this gave you some steadies to fight the scaries. Reach out if you need anything. I'm in your corner. Bye. See you soon. This beautiful intro and outro music for every Sunday steadies is graciously provided by my good buddy, Jordy Searcy. If you're not listening already, you're doing yourself a disservice. So go check him out now at jordycerseymusic.com. Thanks, Jordy. Love you, bud.